Today is Tuesday, April 20th, 2021. The best way out is always through. Robert Frost. You're listening to Tuesday Transformation, How to Find Your Purpose Today. Welcome to Transformation Tuesday. In the next few minutes, we're going to learn something new, grow together, and get inspired. Let's do this. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for being here. On Friday, I interview entrepreneur, crystal healer, and coach Michelle Warnica on how to live a soul-guided life, how to find your purpose, how to use your intuition, and how to cultivate your sense of listening. Today, I wanted to share a few simple reminders with you on how you can find your purpose today. (laughs) Not tomorrow, not five days from now, even though all that stuff is important, but today. You know, what are some of the things that you can do today, right now, after you listen to this short little episode to help you live a more purposeful life? It's so important. If you like biohacking, today's new article on the Hacker blog, that's your go-to source for no BS health advice, danceoflife.com slash hacker, I put together a simple anti-aging to-do list. So I think it's about 17 different things that you can kind of make a list of, little priorities, to age as gracefully as possible. We're not talking fancy, super fancy biohacking stuff here but more like principles. You know, I call it the basics, just principles that you can adhere to. And if you do most of them, you know, my rule is about 80%. If I'm getting 80% of this stuff right most of the time, then that's good. You know, it's a B in most public schools, I think. But that's enough, right? And you don't, you don't go crazy. So check it out if you're into biohacking, if, you, if that's important to you. Simple anti-aging to-do list on the Hacker blog. Thanks again for being here. Thanks so much for spending a little bit of your time with me. Make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review, all that good stuff. And away we go. How to find your purpose today. All right, here we go. Well, don't forget before we get into this that life is a practice. All these things that we talk about, they're great. You know, ultimately anything that you do will get you a result. The question is, can you sustain that result? And that's where the practice comes in. So make sure you really take this stuff to heart in the sense of, not that it's brilliant, brand new information, but okay, where is my practice with these things? Have I been neglecting these things? Uh, When was the last time I did them? How mindfully am I doing it? How frequently have I been doing it? These kinds of questions you should be asking yourself when you hear the things I'm going over. Because again, nothing fancy, but really it's about how is your practice a reflection of these things. Tip number one is spend time alone. You know, I'm an only child. If you're an only child, I'm sure you can relate to this. If you're not, you probably can't. But spending time alone is so important. And, you know, it's the time when you integrate everything that you're learning. You can't be in download mode all the time. There's a a sort of, you know, when you upload a video, (laughs) this is kind of a silly metaphor, but it works. When you upload a video like to YouTube or anything else, you know, you upload it, but then what does it do? It says processing, right? So it's got to process the video. And same thing with this, you know, when you learn something new, when you go to a seminar, when you listen to a podcast, when you read a book, whatever, 
you're learning something new. You're putting new information in your brain, but then you, you have to kind of process that and let it gel, right? Let your neurons kind of adapt. And that is very important time that needs to be part of the sequence. Otherwise, you're just going to get overwhelmed. So spending alone time, giving space to the music in your life, that is so important because it allows you to integrate everything. And it's during those times that you get the biggest downloads. You know, that's when you get clarity on your purpose and you have at least, at the very least, you find a little more relief from the constant things that take you away from your purpose, right? From all the little details and hows and all that stuff. Number two, get a nice notebook. You know, I'm a huge fan of like physical things. You know, we, we use our phones and tablets and stuff for writing and it's just not the same. They haven't come to the point where it's the same. So find a nice notebook that you really feel just connected to physically that you can touch and flip and, and write in and it feels good and motivating because there's something about having something like that that allows you to connect physically to it that brings out your creative mind and allows you to really bring out what's inside you know, reflect, uh, reflect on a regular basis, whether you like to journal, whether you like to, you know, doodle, make lists, whatever it is, it helps to bring that part of you out. And through that, you can find a little more purpose from just communicating with yourself. Really. That's, that's really what it's all about. Number three, volunteer or do something for someone else, you know, whether it's creative in nature or not. Ultimately, you know, I'm reminded of that quote by Gandhi, it's some goes something like this. I'm probably gonna butcher it, but it goes something like this. The best way to find ourselves is to get lost in the service of others or in the help of others. And it's so true. You know, whenever you do something for someone else, you find your purpose. And sometimes, you know, we have these grandiose ideas of life purpose. And for some people that's hard. You know, you may not know what your life purpose is. You know, may, you may not know, you may not have some giant calling yet, and that's okay. You don't need to, you know, sometimes you can just live one day at a time and that's okay. But when you help others, when you share with others, when you do something for someone else, that in and of itself is really a reflection of all of our purposes. You know, sure, we have different flavors, but all of us have in some way or shape or form a part of our purpose to help others and to be here to contribute. So when you do any kind of that work, you find yourself a little bit. And that, that's really important. And that's about it. You know, I'm, I'm into biohacking. I'm into health and wellness. Obviously, I do a lot of that stuff through the show and through working with people. But at the end of the day, you know, living a purposeful life is one of the best things you can do to live a longer life. It's so important to have a sense of vision and purpose and identity and, uh, you know, feeling purposeful in your life, in your day-to-day life, having a reason to wake up in the morning. Those things are so important. They are part of living an aligned life. Obviously, health is important too. You know, if you don't have health, then, you know, having purpose is also empty. But living a purposeful life is also very good for your health and for your longevity. There's actually research on that. So do those things regularly. And there's many more, obviously. But do those things regularly. And I hope to see you on Friday in my interview with Michelle. Until then... Don't forget, your life is a dance, so go out there and dance it well. For more inspiration, weekly articles on health and wellness, and free resources to align your body, mind, and soul, visit danceoflife.com.